It's college night here in Petco Park, but it's also zombie night. A little bit of an eerie scene for the first pitch. And as you can see, it kind of looks like a normal first pitch today, but it was not the case as the zombies came out, the walking dead here in Petco Park. And I have to tell you, the bullpen was very confused by this as they looked on and Houston Street just said, unbelievable. Looks like a sportscaster's convention to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Shane Downey. What's up, everybody? This is Johnny Mono. And today we play Zombie League All-Stars from the Portland Retro Gaming Expo. Yeah, this one's kind of a an unorthodox choice. Uh, I think this one might be our first, uh, I guess you would call it pinball game. It's a little different. It's certainly different. So, John, do you remember the old All-Star Baseball pinball machines like in the 60s 70s yeah i remember seeing them all over the place in arizona when i lived there and not that we were alive in the 60s or 70s no but they Wait, definitely were you alive in the 70s hey now <laughs> i was not no 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 i'm a child of the 80s that being said uh, i do remember seeing a lot of these in different pizza places arcades when i was growing up uh, but never involving zombies so this is a new spin now the developer is Valley Dynamo. As far as we can tell, we tend to focus on older games where there's a little more information out there. This one's pretty new. Looks like it came out around 2017. We don't live in an era where many pinball and arcade new games are coming out, but that's certainly the case here. But it reminds you of an older era thinking of something like the 60s or 70s. Exactly, yeah. And we've mentioned pinball a couple times, but it's not a traditional pinball table. So it's not a situation where you've got two flippers and you're just trying to get a high score. Uh, this is actually very much a baseball game. Absolutely. So there's two things I loved growing up that have stuck with me ever since, and it's baseball and video games, and this combines them ever so sweetly. Oh, goodness. Yeah, a little dusting of horror theme, and uh, I think we're set for it victory. It is October, after all. Yeah. We are recording in the VIP lounge at Portland Retro Gaming Expo. Oh, yeah. Here we are, 2019 PRGE, Portland Retro Gaming Expo, just enjoying the sights and sounds. Uh, pinball video games all of it and uh, yeah we're just having a great time so there's no shortage of unique games either on the exhibition hall in the arcade in the indie game area this was maybe the most unique game we saw all weekend even though it does hanker down to the the previous era oh for sure but just the execution of it is so much fun and the fact that it's essentially a two-player pinball game, uh, competitive at that, uh, to me, I think that this is probably my favorite of the show. This was the thing that I had the most fun playing. All right, so let's set the stage. First of all, there's a two-player option. Now, anybody who knows how baseball works, baseball is the only sport where the defense controls the ball. Yes, exactly. As odd as that is, you are totally correct. So we split up. We're on each side. It didn't feel cramped or anything. Just imagine standing on each side of a, a pinball machine, and one of you is the hitter, one of you is the pitcher. You have three different pitches to choose from, and there was a noticeable difference. You know, with some of those old machines, it might say one thing, and they all come out the same. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. There was a noticeable difference, there's, for sure. There's fastball, changeup, and screwball, and... If you're not familiar with baseball terminology, changeup is essentially a slower pitch. Fastball is exactly what it sounds like. And screwball, who, who knows what's going to happen? Yeah, exactly. That's your, uh, your variable, if you would. And yeah, each of them very different, very hard to predict. 
So they put the buttons in such a way where a person can cover the buttons with their hand and hit them with the other hand. So even if I wanted to look over and see what Shane was going to pitch at me, had no idea. I just had to go with gut instinct. Uh, on the batter side of the field, you had just one big button that just said bat. You hit it, you swing the bat. Simple as that. And then the playing field, you have different holes on the board that signify as outs. And then towards the back of the board, uh, there's different levels of hits, whether it's single, double, triple. And then home runs. How do you get a home run, John? Well, there was three ramps on the field, each of them aiming to a different quadrant of the back. So you had one right up the center. You had one that was kind of aimed to the right and one that was kind of aimed to the left. And if you were good enough, skilled enough, maybe lucky enough to hit that ball up one of those ramps, it goes up into a bleacher section and you get a home run. I will have our listeners know that I hit back-to-back home runs against John. I will confirm this. Yes, my pitcher needed to sit down. It was time to pull him. It was a great time, really unique experience, and it was one of those things we probably could have sat there, and I th- I think they let us play like a normal gameplay. Keep in mind, this is a scenario where it's infinite credits based on it being on the expo floor, but I think we got two innings. Did we each bat twice? Yeah, I think it was two innings for essentially one credit each. So pretty good amount of gameplay and honestly we would have played longer but we wanted to respect the people because we were having a good time yeah and 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 when that happens on an arcade it catches people's attention so people were right behind us ready to play but we honestly looked up how much this game costs to bring home we're not really arcade guys in the sense that we don't have arcades at home not uh, yet. Not yet. There's a lot of people in the retro gaming community that are arcade enthusiasts or pinball enthusiasts. Uh, it's just a matter of space and money, of course. We looked into how much this game costs. That's how much fun we had. Oh, yeah. Uh, for those that are curious, from what we could tell at the time of this recording, it looks to be about six and a half grand. Yeah. So a pretty penny. Yeah. But yeah. nonetheless, a really good time. And we have to talk about beyond the playing field in the old school games speaking of games of the 60s that were in this similar vein it was a digital scoreboard exactly yeah rudimentary leds so like a dot matrix of numbers absolutely that was not the case here what did we see beyond the playing field no this was pretty great it was like a diorama setup with like moving cutout players that were zombified. You had a little uh, cutout of a a zombie pitcher and they were motorized. They moved around. So if you hit a single, a zombie character popped up and he moved to first base and you know, the the pitcher would move a little bit. And if if you happen to get lucky enough to hit a home run, like I saw happen to me twice in a row, (laughs) you'd get all your runners cleared. They'd circle the bases. It was very cool looking. There was a time where you almost hit a home run you went up the ramp and it kind of spit it back. Is that is that a situation where the fans like knocked it down? They were a fan of the home team, me? Exactly, exactly. That was kind of like what happens when the Dodgers come through uh, good old Diamondback Stadium. Okay. They hit a home run, that ball comes back on the field. Yeah, but it still counts if it makes it out there. Yeah, well, you not, know. Not in this game. I, I can't control what the computer does to me. That's true. But really, really good time. Uh, definitely check out Zombie League All-Stars. Now, once again, we played this at the Portland Retro Gaming Expo. 
However, if you are in the Portland area, I believe this one was donated by Quarter World. Uh, so that is a local arcade here in Portland. So make sure to check out Zombie League All-Stars. Great time. Yeah, can't recommend that one enough. It was awesome. And now, fellas, get set for two of America's favorites, Abbott and Costello. I understand, I understand that all the boys that's over there, they're, they're going to have a big baseball team, and I understand you're going to be the manager. That's right. Yeah? Yeah, how Well, you if you're going to be the manager of this baseball team, I would like to join myself. That's all right. I would like to know some of the guys' names on the team, so when I meet my sweetheart in the ballpark, I'll be able to say hello to them. Well, naturally, I'll introduce you to the boys, and a regular bunch of boys we've got. But you know, strange as it may seem, they give these ball players very peculiar names. You need funny names. Strange names, like, um, Dizzy Dean and Daffy. Daffy Dean. I'm their cousin. Who are you? Goofy. 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 <laughs> Well, let's see, we have uh, who's on first, what's on second, I don't know who's on third. That's what I want to find and, out. And then we, I say, who's on first, uh, what's on second, I don't know who's on third. Yeah, you know the fellow's names? Yes. Well, who's on first? Yes. I mean the fellow's name. Yes. I mean the guy playing first. Who? The fellow playing first. Who? The first baseman. Who? The guy playing first. Who is on first? Well, what are you asking me for? <laughs> I'm not asking you, I'm telling you. Who is on first? I'm asking you who's on first. That's the man's name. Well, go ahead and tell me. That's the man's name. That's whose name? Yes. Well, go ahead and tell me. Who? The guy on first base. Who? The fellow playing first. Look, who is on first? Have you got a first baseman? Yes. Who's playing there? Yes. <laughs> What's the guy's name on first base? No, wait a minute. Don't no, wait a minute. Don't mix them up. What is on second? Who's on second? No, who is on first? I don't know. He's on third. Now, we're not talking about him. How did I get on third base? You just mentioned his name. If I mention the third baseman's name, who did I say is playing third? No, who's playing first? Never mind first. I don't know. What's the guy's name on third base? What's on second? Who's on second? Who's on first? I don't know. Third base. Have <laughs> you got a third baseman? Certainly. Then who's playing third? Who is playing first? What's playing first? Then what's on second? I don't know. He's third base. Third base. <laughs> you got an outfield? Well, surely. The left fielder's name. Why? I don't know. I just thought I'd ask. <laughs> I just thought I'd tell you. So tell me who's playing left field. Now who's playing first? What's playing first? What's on second? I don't know. Third, third base. base yeah. <laughs> Have you got a catcher? Well, naturally. The catcher's name. Today. Today. And tomorrow's pitch. Now you've got it. That's all. we got a couple of days on the team. Well, I can't help that. You know, I used to be a catcher, too. I'll get behind the plate, do some fancy catching. Yes. Tomorrow's pitching on my team, and the heavy hitter gets up, yeah. Joseph Valentine, the heavy hitter. Now, Valentine gets up, and he bunts the ball. Mm -hmm. Now, when he bunts the ball, me being a good catcher, I'm going to throw Valentine out of first base, so I pick up the ball and throw it to who? Now, that's the first thing you've said right. I don't even know what I'm talking about! <laughs> All you have to do. All I know is I throw the ball to first base. Now, whoever it is drops the ball, so Valentine runs a second. Yes. Now, I pick up the ball, and I throw it to who? Whoever it is drops the ball, he throws it to what? What throws it? I don't know. I don't know. Throws it back to tomorrow. A triple play. That's right. <laughs> Another guy gets up, and it's a long fly ball to be caused. Why? I don't know. He's on third, and I don't give a damn. <laughs> Oh, that's a shortstop. 